the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm following right behind my favorite friends, the Garden Talk folks. Um, just uh, do, doing Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us this morning, as always. Um, Kevin's out today. It's just me and the champion. And Brendan's out today. Um, we got another gentleman that's uh, uh, doing it. Um, uh, Chris, that's right. I'm sorry. Um, I don't see Chris very often, but Chris is setting in for Brendan, and uh, he's going to be uh, uh, handling the phones for us all and, and making things happen here. So uh, give us a call at one 1170 If you have anything automotive-related you want to talk about, that's one 1170 Talking about all kinds of things today, but uh, some warning lights you should never ignore on your vehicle, plus anything else automotive-related we're happy to talk about. Um, as we get going here, I'm going to take uh, John real quick here. Good morning, John. Hi, Brian. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Good. Yeah, I'm the one that came in with the uh, Freestar. You had to get that crossover part. Yes, sir. Oh, that's yeah, right. We we got you back on the road running, huh? Did we get the part for it? I think I lost you, John. Are you there? All right. Well, I think we lost John. I don't know where he went, um, but uh, maybe he'll give us a call back here real quick. Any, anyway, so uh, must must have dropped him somewhere. John, if you're listening, give us a shout back. Sorry about that. I don't know. I don't know where you went, but uh, I do remember your free star, um, and I believe we got the crossover pipe and got that all set up. We did find one uh, someplace. There was somebody that had made one aftermarket for that because it had been a big problem on that vehicle. And uh, got her uh, straightened up and, and, and down the road. Um, that pipe had actually rusted out pretty bad. We had talked about it on the radio about fixing the pipe or that. But uh, after as bad as it was leaking, the problem with that, the corrosion throughout that pipe is so bad. You can't weld on it. You can't do anything on it. So it, uh, um, you had, we had to find one to replace it. And uh, I, if uh, George that uh, works for me out there was saying that uh, they had found one somewhere uh, um, on Monday when I spoke to him. So... Um, after that, the radio show, that was a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, I, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. So just one of those things. But, uh, um, and we did find that crossover often if, uh, it's a big problem with a, a car like that, uh, folks will make one, uh, somebody will make one aftermarket that you can find, uh, or we often look for ones that, uh, um, there's folks that have ones that, uh, um, sometimes remanufacture them or, or fix them up or find good ones off of vehicles and then uh, put them on sale and that. So um, anyway, uh, that's the best way. Looks like John's back on the line. So let's, let's see if we let's see if we can grab him. Are you there, John? Hello, John. Are you, you hear there? me? Oh, I can hear you now, yeah. sir. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I lost you there yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, How are you? Yeah. Good. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. So yeah, I can't you, complain. Good, good. You're, so your free your free star that we uh, had to replace the crossover pipe on. Um, and yeah. jo- George found one for your vehicle, and uh, right. we, we yeah. got got you all squared away there and back back in the yeah. vehicle, right? Right. Yeah, you flushed it out and put a new thermostat in and everything, and nice. No leaks. It's like new. Good. So uh, uh, I was going to ask you about the uh, oil changes. Uh, mm-hmm. 
what you said something about you do a, a, a 90 point check or something on the car too we do a 40 point triple a inspection oh, when we do oils points. yeah correct which we check all the brakes and belts and hoses and 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 all, all those kind of things all all the visual stuff tires you know all those kind of things put a good eye uh-huh. on the vehicle all the fluids etc yeah yep i which, just want to go ahead when you do when you do that do you have uh it seems like you're kind of busy do you have somebody who just does that uh, oil things or nope all all the all the technicians uh, uh do share in that so um uh-huh. that's why we only schedule so many a day and we usually schedule them for first thing in the morning uh a lot of right. times but you're right it does take a little bit of time to do um but uh we got to get it up on the rack anyway to do the uh um um uh, oil service yeah. so yeah uh-huh. and why we're doing that he d- they do all the inspection on the vehicle and rotate the tires if needed etc and then you do uh you go full synthetic now because I have, you know, my car call for a blend. But, uh, yeah, we don't carry anything but full synthetic, but switching right. over to a full synthetic is not, not a big deal whatsoever. Uh, um, and it's, uh, way better for the, the, the fluid is way be- higher quality. That's why we went full synthetic. Right. And we also went full synthetic because so many cars these days require full synthetic oil, plain and simple. Um, you know, a lot of the newer GMs, et cetera. So uh, that way uh, we're giving you the best quality. And, and we actually have it at a really great price. So comparative-wise, uh, um, it's, it's, it's a great deal. So um, that way we get to take care of all the clients with the, with the best fluid possible. Right. Yeah, so I just have to just make an appointment. It's called George Up and yep, make just, an appointment. Yeah, give George a shout, and uh, he'll get you an appointment, get you in there, and, and schedule to get her in and get in service. We'd put a good eye on her for you. Do they... Uh, you don't have to leave her or anything. They do it right away. I mean, in the morning, well, you have an appointment. It, yeah, if you, you can wait on it in the morning if you want. They do, we only do a couple waiter appointments for that reason because we, no. don't, we don't want to, to have a bunch of people sitting around for all, all the time. So usually uh, if, we're, if you're going to wait on it, um, you are still looking over an hour worth of time by the time we do an inspection and all that. But if you're going to wait on it, uh, we like to get you in there first thing in the morning uh, but before 8 o'clock. And then that way they right. dispatch it to a tech the first thing before they get started. And they'll start on, the, on your car, do that, and the inspection and all that stuff. So, so it's, just, it's just the wait time. If you have an appointment, they'll have a schedule. You come in and they'll be working on it right away. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. As long as we schedule it first thing in the morning. Now we do offer the shuttle. So if you do, uh, you know, right. want to go home, I, I know you live uh, in the area there. Uh, we do th- that also. That way you can go home and relax and do whatever you do instead of uh, hanging right. out in our lobby too. So w- whatever works best. Yeah. The, uh, that shuttle is really good. Uh, really a nice service. It really makes it easier when you only have one car. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really good. And, uh, oh, yeah, George, he's, he's really good. He's a real good guy. George is great. Real, real, yeah, real helpful and, uh, uh, yeah, real patient and real helpful. And so I appreciate the call, the shuttle, and the service. So have you're, a good day, Brian. You're more than welcome. Going. We appreciate the trust okay. you put in us uh, to allow us to service and take care of your vehicle, John. Okay. Thank you, you Brian. You Bye now. Take care now. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Um, always good to hear from folks. But yeah, that uh, if you guys remember that we're listening, that was the uh, free freestyle van, the Ford that had the crossover pipe that uh, had an issue with uh, um, what had happened. They It started leaking. The, those pipes are famous uh, on that vehicle for our, um, failing if you don't keep the coolant perfect that's another reason that we talk so much about flushing out coolant on a vehicle on regular intervals it prevents things like that from happening so and unfortunately uh uh, that vehicle had run some water too because it had started leaking a bit so they just kept adding water to it which a lot of folks do um and then uh what uh, ended up happening with it then then the uh um the rust in the where it eats at the pipe gets worse and worse and worse and it just keeps eating that to that thing was just a gushing leak and all eaten up and corroded so um it's very hard to fix something like that without replacing the whole piece which we found one he's back on the road and and the good news is uh because that car they they use that's the only car him and his wife have and uh they need that car to get to their appointments and everything else that they go to um and they didn't there was no reason to replace the whole car um the rest of the car is in very good shape so 
she's up and running, and and uh, it should be a reliable transportation for him for quite a long time now, for sure, uh, without question. All right, folks, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related? Uh, let's grab Bruce real quick. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. You know, last week when you were talking about the tire pressure monitor sensor, it, it's yes, sir. Call down. Yes, sir. Well, is it true that? Uh, in the early day, like 20 years ago when they came out or whenever it was, that you had to replace those, and you did. I remember having to replace those. Was it because of the uh, the battery lifespan? There was a battery internal to them? Yes, there's a battery internal to them. And, yes, the battery, uh, uh, they weren't near as high a quality as they are now, that's for sure, which, of course, with everything, you know, technology, we've advanced them quite a bit. Um, that, and they had other problems too. I mean, they weren't just like first generation, anything. I mean, it just, you know, it was okay, but, uh, it, it, they sent, they seem to fail more than they, uh, do now. That's for sure. Okay. Then let me ask you the current ones. You do not have to do replacements on the current ones unless there's a failure, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if that's the case, then, uh, I am assuming that they work uh, like the same principle as an RFID card, that card like when you go grocery shopping and it's a proximity uh, card and you don't need to swipe it or insert it. You, you know what I'm talking about, those cards? I, they I, even have. I believe so, but you know what? I got. I have to be totally honest with you. I haven't really ever taken one of the newer style ones apart. So um, sometimes I don't give things that much thought when it comes to you – know, I just know that they – work and how we program them and all that stuff and get them to speak. So that's a good question. What's inside the, one of those? I'm not sure, but. Well, I'm pretty sure of what's inside of it. It's yeah. just, uh, yes, like last week you mentioned uh, that it was a, the car had a receiver that was picking oh, up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. So if it's like the RFID cards, uh, the car is a, tra- has a trans transceiver, mm-hmm. a central transceiver and it is sending a transmitted RF signal. And if it's like the RFID card, the card senses the signal and it actually rectifies it. It becomes a DC voltage and powers the transmitter inside the card. Obviously, there's no battery inside these cards. There's no battery inside the TPMS uh, uh, devices that are inside each wheel. So it's just... It's rectifying that that powered signal from the car mm-hmm. and is retransmitting it to the to back the to the body body control mo- yeah which is built into the body control module in that yes yeah yeah okay so it has to be on that principle then yeah I'm RFI, I'm pretty sure that you're 100 percent correct but you just got me thinking about it when you when you <laughs> mentioned you know what I'm saying you 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 work with something and you you know that it works and you know how to how we program it and we know it communicates with the module, but I, I never really gave it a lot of thought to exactly what's inside of it, but I think you're a hundred percent right. I, I, I'm going to go check when I have a, get get a moment, but uh, I, I believe that you're on the right track. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And uh, then uh, at least you don't have a, a, a problem with thieves trying to steal that information like they do with the cards. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, yeah. That's kind of. Yeah, I don't know why you steal or store that. <laughs> yeah, leaves. yeah. You have to protect the card. Correct. Correct. Yeah. No. Um, well, unless they just want to know that you're running your tire pressure properly. I mean, that, there's no other reason yeah. for them. <laughs> and then uh, I'm not going to. Uh, I was going to uh, call in at some point. Uh, I'm going to give you other callers that have problems a chance. Um, it's. Uh, a little 1955 automotive history. <laughs> oh, well, go uh, ahead. No, shoot shoot it. What you got? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, All right. It, you know, in 1955, you had what was called the Beautiful Brute, the, the Chrysler 300, and you had the, mm-hmm. what was called the, the, the Banker's Hot Rod, the Buick Century. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a standoff between those two at Daytona Beach, and that was oh. – uh, uh, that, that was uh, your – the driver mechanic, and that was Smokey Eunuch, and Fireball Roberts was the driver, and mm-hmm. he he wanted to drive the beautiful brute, but he couldn't get a hold of him, so he chose the Buick Century. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, interestingly, and well, he did win the race, but uh, he <laughs> the uh, Chrysler 300s were 
they had the pole positions because they were faster in the flying mile. But uh, uh, Fireball Roberts actually won it by almost a full full lap. He almost Hmm. lapped those cars. (laughs) And uh, he was... uh, petitioned and they took his engine apart and all mm-hmm. and they found nothing wrong mm-hmm. um but uh they, they there was a lot of politics going on because at that time they wanted a, a daytona beach raceway instead of the beach they were mm-hmm. racing on the beach in this one. Oh, gotcha and, yeah and so when they took it apart again uh they found that the push rods had been ground down and uh well, there was nothing addressing that. So, but with politics, uh, he was disqualified. <laughs> so, <laughs> the uh, the beautiful brute, the Chrysler, the Chrysler three three C three hundred, did win the race. But uh, strangely enough, the uh, <clears throat> and this is this is kind of the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Fireball Roberts wasn't racing the fastest Buick Century made. And that's because they made 270 of those, mm-hmm. and uh, they were never sold to the public. So uh, NASCAR, NHRA, the, if it wasn't sold to the public, you could not race it. That's correct, yeah. And uh, but they were sold. What's 270 being sold and not available to the public? Well, they were sold to the California Highway Patrol. Oh, and half of them had Dynaflows, half of them had uh, standard tr- transmissions. And uh, every week, you actually saw the car on TV. And that was Broderick Crawford driving it in a series called the Calif- uh, Highway Patrol. Oh. And they were they were th- these cars were thinly designed. They had a a fake decal over them, just said Highway Patrol. <laughs> these cars were actually on loan from the California Highway Patrol to the uh, production, TV production studio. Oh, wow. And they were using And you could always tell when Broderick Crawford was driving. This, the difference between this century, by the way, was it, it was a two-door post. Mm. And if you saw the actual car that Fireball Roberts was driving, it was a, a two-door hardtop. Oh, and gotcha. That's what, that's what the public was offered. The public never saw a century in a... Uh, of a, these lightweight sentries mm-hmm. in a post because that's uh, that's not a banker's hot rod, you know. No. That's, too, that's too crude. <laughs> anyway, the, these were the fastest Buick sentries. Interesting. But, yeah. So, uh, just yeah, that, that, he, like your dad was there last week, and he really remembered the scent of the uh, TV series. Oh, I'm sure he Robert does. Yeah, yeah. That that was before my time, but very interesting stuff for sure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, th- I appreciate you sharing, Bruce. All that stuff is really cool. I mean, you know, it's a it's a lot of history that has to do with cars, and it's just good yeah, good stuff. You got it. There's yeah, good good stuff. So hey, thanks I, for taking my call. No problem. I appreciate your call and uh, appreciate you listening. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay. You too. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Bye bye. Always good stuff from Bruce. I enjoy speaking to him. Um, he has a lot of good information too, and often brings things to the table, like he's talking about the RFI. Uh, card inside of the uh, tire pressure sensors that that stuff that don't think about all the time we just know they work anyway i'm going to take my first break here real quick as required uh larry stay stay on hold there we're going to grab you as soon as i come back give us a call here at one 888 you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and 96.1 fm we'll be right back after these messages There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Appreciate you joining me this morning as we're talking about all things automotive. one 1170 as always. Give us a shout here. Um, 
happy to take your calls. I love hearing the questions that you guys have or things that you bring up automotive related. Always good to talk about. Um, do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks up in North County there for coming up on 30 years now, for quite a, quite a while. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved, uh, taking care of folks out there in East County now for coming up on, t- I think, just over 10 years now, somewhere around there. Yep. Um, and West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission over at 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved, smog certified, taking care of folks over there for around five years now in uh, central San Diego. And uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission right in the Golden Triangle over Golden Triangle at 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall. AAA approved and star certified for smog taking care of folks over there for around four years now. Coming up on all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. Truly believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer uh, six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. All you got to do is apply with one of our, our managers uh, or uh, one of your service consultants at my location. Um, and uh, it is on approved credit, but uh, great to have. And you can use it over and over again. That, and this, uh, the times we're in right now, it's nice to have that card and be able to extend the, whatever you need to repair out six months paying for it without any uh, additional costs. So good stuff. Uh, ask for one of the West Automotive Group cards for sure. Um, also, uh, if you're having a problem with your vehicle, whether it's transmission related, drivability related, whatever it is, get it in and let us do our diagnosis on it for you. We do our transmission certicare diagnosis or, or just, uh, diagnosing in anything. The best money ever spent is on a qualified technician doing a diagnosis on your vehicle. It will save you money in the long run. We see all too many cars come in that parts have been thrown at, didn't get diagnosed properly. So, um, yeah, get in and, and check us out for sure. Um, you can, uh, follow us on, uh, Facebook, Instagram, or, or Twitter. Um, uh, also remind you that we have, as, uh, John had mentioned, uh, shuttles at all four locations to get you to and from here. Um, we run a lot of people home or to work or et cetera, and back and forth in that. And, uh, rental vehicles available at all locations. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, something was brought up to me the other day, um, which is a good point. I talk about, uh, um, you know, I used to say low-cost rental vehicles at all locations. And we have some good deals with uh, certain providers. Unfortunately, uh, what we've been seeing also, and this is what I meant, is a lot of times they're out of cars. Because during COVID, car rental companies actually sold off a lot of their vehicles. And the reason for that was they had all this inventory sitting around that nobody was renting. So can't blame them. It's a business decision. That's probably what I would have done if I was a rental company. But here's the here's the problem now is so they run out of cars a lot where they don't have cars it makes it difficult to get somebody in a car sometimes so uh, just uh, you know we, but we do do all we can to try to make it work for folks you know you're dropping off your vehicle get you in a car etc so just keep in mind you know uh, um, though that uh, um, just an, another aspect of uh, COVID and what happened with it and things are getting back to normal as most folks know with a lot of things and some things are are struggling still so um, but we do our best to uh, try to find you a vehicle if possible at the best uh, cost obviously so as far as that goes um, jump on westautomotivegroup.com and you can follow us on Facebook Twitter or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com you can also see all about us make appointments etc all good stuff there. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also click on the Automan segments where they I'm the Automan on the CW and Fox 5 News uh, that we post. Or uh, you can also click on Auto Talk Radio. You can also download all of our podcasts from Auto Talk Radio uh, at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and TuneIn. Uh, and you can email me if you like at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So, uh, but call in this morning, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Let's grab Larry real quick. Good morning, Larry. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, because of a couple of funerals and, uh, people traveling, I've had to make like 10, 12 trips to the airport mm. and it's a mess down there. Um, construction wise. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately I've lost, uh, 
and I've heard a lot of other people, uh, two windshields Oof. cracks. What's your What's your opinion on aftermarket and OEM windshields? And I have Alexis, uh, my wife, and um, you know she's got the camera and all that other stuff. Gotcha. Uh, what What do you What do you How do you feel about buying an aftermarket as opposed to and the price difference is, you know, you fifteen hundred dollars down to six hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, well, great question. There, there is a, a lot of differences in certain uh, uh, windshields as far as that goes. Now, there's good aftermarket ones too. So, um, and then there's OEM. But I mean, a lot of the glass made for the OEM manufacturers made by PPG. Um, so. Uh, it just just depends on on what you're getting. When the windshield of a car, though, is definitely part of the structure of of the roofing and all that of the car and 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 the strength of it. So, like in a rollover, uh, things like that, and sometimes that can be a little bit of the difference. Okay, so um, it's just one of those things you want to keep in mind. And then, of course, whoever replaces a windshield for you. N- n- that's become more of a difficult thing for a lot of windshield places. We don't replace windshields, obviously. That's always been a glass person thing. Yeah. But uh, we have had to deal with helping with getting the cameras reset up and all that because so- a lot of windshield people don't have the setup to calibrate those. That's part of ADOS, which is uh, uh, the collision prevention and, and lane uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, um control and all that on the vehicles works with the other cameras that are in the bumper windshield etc um which the alignment of and and setup of that and calibration is extremely important so you want to make sure that that uh whoever's replacing your windshield is doing it properly and then also you you need to be able to set that stuff up so that the car operates properly and the collision avoidance and all that stuff and everything is uh is set and working properly so that uh you're safe driving the vehicle. So to be honest with you, um, if you're buying from a quality place that sets it up, um, there are some aftermarket glass that, that are fine. Okay. Um, but there's also, um, and I don't know, I don't know so much with the newer cars and, and because of the cameras and all that and the quality glass, but there used to be really cheap glass also available for some uh, vehicles, but it wasn't of the same quality. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and yeah, I, I, I don't know with newer cars if that's still available because there's so much that goes into it now. Um, there is definitely aftermarket glass available, but um, it uh, a lot of it's probably close to the same quality as the OEM if you purchase as far as that. Or supplied by the same manufacturer that manufactures it like for Lexus, but you don't need to purchase it through Lexus. So, yeah, as far as that goes. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, there's, you see them on the TV, the you know, the top commercial wise mm-hmm. stuff, but, um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. And you know, so, well, then you could say it, it's a safe light. I mean, it's a big yeah. windshield. Yeah. They, they only use quality glass for sure. There's no question about it. So, um, but it, it is quite a bit more expensive than it used to be too. I mean, we used to be able yeah. to, and, and, and when you mentioned that, like some of the aftermarket glass that was available back in the day for cars that didn't have ADOS and all that, um, Sometimes you can get a windshield replay for like $150 installed, you know? Yeah. But it was aftermarket. It wasn't the best, same quality as OEM. But, I mean, it, it was cheap, you know? So a lot of people went that direction, especially, you know, because windshields, like you said, you know, an OEM uh, windshield, if you went to Lexus uh, and they, to it would it'd probably be over two grand by the time you're done messing around, to be honest with you. Yeah. On that car. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it, yeah, 1600 Yep. And, uh, but I, I use it, you know, on my uh, little Sentra because, yeah, it, it, it takes just a little. It doesn't. Let, these aren't rocks that are falling out; just little pebbles, and do, it do totally you, shatters the glass now. So uh, I'm going to tell you this. This happened to me on the 52, my Ford Ranger that I bought right uh, two months after I bought this truck. I hopped yeah. on the 52 to go over to Miramar from Kearney Mesa to the Miramar, Miramar location and I hopped on a 52 and there was a uh, trash truck that had just come out of the dump and I'm driving and I'm probably 60 yards to the behind it and to the lane to the left and all of a sudden I see this rock fly out of the tire and I see I'm like oh 
dent right on the windshield. Nice little star. And I was like, man, it always happens today. So luckily enough, I mean, and what's very important is um, I we have a glass guy that fills those uh, for us that we use. So right away, I like called him and he's like, oh, yeah, come in. Because the key to that is is getting it cleaned right away and not putting water or nothing on it. And it's dry and they can fill it. And you can't even see where that happened on the windshield, so which saves you a lot of money. But if you... If you get it wet and it gets water in it, moisture, they can't fill it right then, and then it sucks dirt in it, then, then it doesn't work as well. So, you know, the key to those chips is is keeping it clean and getting it to a chip person right away that can fill it, which can save you a lot of money, obviously, versus replacing a windshield that has the cameras and calibration and all that to it. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened. It was um, – I drove the car to pick up somebody at the airport or drop off, and, and I didn't even know it. And but the next morning, my wife saw it. It was real small. Mm-hmm. Then she went over to see the grandkids and did her thing. And she went out lunchtime. It was all the way across the the windshield. Yeah, and see what happens with that, especially a car that's closed up, is the heat because it contract. Right. Yeah, so um, it. Yeah, you almost got to get it taken care of right away. Otherwise, it will spread like that. And then, of course, once it's you can't do anything about that. It needs a windshield now. So, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I just want your input, you know, listen all the time. So and, and I'm a customer. So, yeah, no, I, I, I know who you are, Larry, like and I appreciate you listening and, and calling in. But yeah, that, and a great point to bring up because replacing windshields sure has changed. I mean, without yeah. question, on newer cars. So and, uh, and with, as with a lot of things as we go along now. So <laughs> yeah. so unfortunately and sometimes fortunately. But uh, yeah, no, great, great, uh, great point. All right, thanks, man. I'll see you. See you guys soon. You got it, Larry. Take care. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Is you okay? Bye, bye. So, always uh, great questions. Hey, David, hold on. I'm going to have to take my last break here, real quick, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You're just listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, eleven seventy a.m. and ninety six point one FM. Right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I do appreciate you joining me. Get your calls in here, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, I'm happy to talk to you about. That's what we're doing today. Hey, I want to remind folks that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Battery also. Interstate Battery, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. They're the number one recommended battery worldwide by technicians. Um, and also, uh, that's what we stock and install at the Western Automotive Group. Why? Because that's what I have in my vehicle, and that's what I believe works the best. And uh, they are definitely the highest quality ba- automotive-related re- batteries and all their other batteries. They have a battery for every need, too. So if you uh, need a battery for your vehicle, hop on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, and we'll get you uh, interstate installed need a battery for any other reason uh check them out at uh, 9345 cabot drive in miramar uh or in la mesa at 70th and university um right there on the corner uh they have a battery for every need seriously i buy all my batteries and stuff from them for all kinds of things battery backups etc uh so um the alarms you know in the buildings uh because you got to have a little backup battery for those um everything so we do everything with uh um their interstate batteries they are the highest quality batteries out there for sure and when you get your vehicle serviced at the west automotive group as far as oil service and inspection the 40 point we run the interstate battery tester on your vehicle to uh now does it tell everything about a battery no but it does a great job telling where the battery's at is it marginal and and it can the testers do a lot to make that determination so we can make recommendations to you is it time to put a battery in your vehicle or not so remember batteries are wearable items just like brakes and they usually five to six years is max, you know, no matter what. I don't care how great a battery you have. Um, they they charge up, decharge, and 
the more more that you uh your vehicle if it has an issue can cause a battery to to fail early etc you know you run a battery down all the time uh it's not going to last long so anyway interstate battery battery for every need we're there to help you out in any way we can for sure um let's grab david real quick good morning david good morning how are you sir i i have a question i i, I bought a ford maverick hybrid because i'm concerned about the grid mm-hmm. and um, electricity but i also bought uh, a dozen five gallon gas containers that i filled with gas how long can they be stored without it losing efficiency not very long really yeah the gas today does not store well i mean you can buy stabilizer to put in it which helps it a little longer uh but unfortunately uh, uh the ethanol content and all that that we have in our fuel these days causes the gasoline to break down pretty quickly so um if uh, and we we have a lot and we've talked about this before but we have a lot of problems with gasoline that sits for any lengthy period of time so um it does not uh um does not store well would it last for six months, three months? Yeah, I won I three months maybe. You know, and we used to even three months in like a, a like a, a carbureted motorcycle. Um, all the uh, yeah. it breaks down and in, in, in like the 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 needle and seat of the float start to stick and deteriorate. It's just it doesn't store well at all. So you know, usually I mean, uh, sixty days is probably about max. I would think. Is that- yeah. Unfortunately, well, yeah, because uh, when the grid goes down from everybody charging their electric cars, I uh, guess what doesn't work at the gas station? Yeah, gas pumps. So remember, and you probably if you've lived in San Diego for a bit of time, I don't know how many. It was probably ten years ago or right. so. Do you remember when? Uh, okay. I don't know what happened, but something failed at the board, Arizona. The and San Diego was without uh, electricity. The whole. I mean, most of us here, I believe the whole county was without electricity. There was cars, and, and it just goes to show you, like, these things you don't think about, but there was people that, um, it, that you know, only put a small amount of fuel in their vehicle, probably for, for cost reasons. I mean, they, you know, they do what they can. To, and there was some people that had ran out of fuel, you know, they plan on, you know, they put 5 or $10 in to get home or get to work or whatever and run their vehicle low. And, and well, you couldn't get fuel. All the gas stations were shut down, so... Therefore, you know, you're, you're, you're done. You can't, there's nowhere you can go. So, um, there, there's a lot that, uh, electricity uh, does for us that we depend on. Yeah. If we were to, to have an earthquake, uh, how many of us can get out of here? Yeah. Well, you know what I do is I keep my tank full, so I don't, I can get about 300 miles out of here. That's as far, <laughs> that's as, far as yeah. I'm going to get. So you can meet you could go to Yuma, I guess. Yeah, ho- hopefully they still have electricity if we have a bad earthquake and we get out there. Yeah, exactly. So, but one, one yeah. of those things. You, we are quite dependent on electricity. There is no question about it. And uh, with uh, uh, the EVs and all that that they're pushing for, they, we're going to be a lot more dependent on it too. Especially the, the way that the California government is going about eliminating gas. I mean, it's, it's crazy, huh? It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love my fuel burning car. So uh, I think your idea with the hybrid's a great idea. You can uh, save save mileage, but you you have a backup option going there. And I'm also going to keep my old uh, gas car too. There you go. There you go. Not a bad idea, okay. my friend. Hey, thanks for the call, David. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye. Anyway, great uh, great questions, but yeah, fuel does not, especially California fuel. Our fuel's different than, like, you go to Arizona, it's a different fuel. Uh, the additives and stuff that's required to be put into the fuel because we're in California. So, anyway, uh, it's not, there's a lot of ethanol, and they change the content to it, and, and the mixture, they, we have a, we have a spring and winter mixtures here, and I can't tell you the difference of them, I gotta be honest with you, but I can tell you that they do change up, up the fuel here, and it has to do with, uh, uh, um, you know, the climate and emissions and what's going on is so, and different in cars and how, the, how they burn the fuel, etc. So, uh, uh, the quality of our fuel is not the greatest. So, you know, like if you're up in Washington state, when we, I was up there doing a motorcycle ride, you can buy like 103 octane fuel straight out of the pump and it's just straight fuel. So, and it's, it's some of the best burning for the motorcycles, et cetera. So 
you know, it's some good stuff. I'm sure there's other places that, uh, like Idaho and places like that, you can do the same. Um, you know, I can't remember exactly, but I just remember, you know, that, uh, they had fuel like that and it was for motorcycles and jet skis and, and, uh, uh snowmobiles and you want to run quality fuel in those, especially carbureted motorcycles. Cause, um, they struggle. You leave uh, a California fuel in a carburetor of one of those motorcycles and, uh, you're going to have to, in short order, take the carburetor all apart and get it all cleaned out. So, uh, not, uh, not the best, uh the best for the motorcycle or the carburetor as far as that goes. Um, and storing it like he was asking about in cans, it just deteriorates quickly. You know, it turns into like lacquer thinner for lack of a better, uh, um, statement. It just, it, it's no good. And it, uh, vehicles don't like it and it doesn't, uh, it's not, not the best quality. So there you have it. So Today, uh, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything uh, uh, um, automotive-related, you can give me a shout like everybody has. Uh, it's a, Hours gone by quick here. We're heading down the last quarter of it. So, uh, But I do have some time. If you got a question, give us a shout. 888-344-1170. So the thing that uh, um, I wrote the show about talking about today is warning lights on your vehicle that you shouldn't ignore. And... Uh, uh, the number one light is in that I see people is oil pressure light. Now, hopefully if the oil pressure light comes on, it's something of a sensor failure, et cetera, not an internal pressure problem of the engine, but that light is there for a specific reason. By the time it comes on, there is no oil pressure and continue operation of vehicle. The vehicle needs to be shut down as quickly, uh, as possible. But usually what happens, uh, um, you know, if the vehicle runs low on oil from oil consumption or it loses oil externally for some reason all of a sudden. Uh, but usually when you start to run a vehicle low on oil before, you start to get noises like a ticking, clattering, or wrapping noises uh, because it's just not getting enough oil, especially up to the top end. You know, if we have any if lifters, et cetera, they tend to collapse, have issues like that. So you start hearing noises and you get a low-pressure oil light, you need to shut that bad boy down because... Uh, any length of driving will definitely cause um, uh, expensive failure, which we try to avoid, obviously, on a vehicle. Um, uh, so just keep that in mind. That, that is another light. And the second light behind that is a, is a temperature warning light. Uh, another thing that melts down motors. These two both can destroy a motor in short order, these two things. Lack of oil and oil pressure or uh, temperature concerns, uh, overheating. Um and overheating can happen quick, like blow a radiator hose because they're they're not good quality, or or most radiators these days, folks don't know, are made out of plastic and aluminum. Well, that plastic over time wears and stresses from cooling, heating, cooling, heating, hot, cold, hot, cold. So it uh, and then what happens is you will actually it will fail. We see where um, they start to crack and fissure and leak, or um, they all of a sudden just uh, um, like blow the. Uh, upper neck off it just cracks and breaks off so plastic wears from that heating and cooling and, and then it fails which is not uh not uncommon so over time in higher mileage vehicles the problem is if you don't shut the vehicle down rather quickly uh driving it meltdown of the motor can turn into a really expensive expensive repair um let's see what kevin's got to say good morning kevin good morning how are you today uh, very good. Uh, what you got going on? I, I just wanted to give you a heads up about the 10 years ago we had that power outage. Yes, sir. And I just want to tell people how to operate their garage door opener. Good point. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people don't realize that they have a a, a release mechanism Usually, like a cord or some something to unlock the uh, the electric motor. Correct. And if if that you're was- and if you're if you're uh, um, it's a disengagement in in most garage door openers. That cord you're talking about, it's got a little red ball on the end of it too. It kind of hangs from the up around the, where the garage door uh, opener is. And uh, if right. you pull that, like you said, it releases uh, uh, it from the drive. So you can mechanically uh, yourself physically open open and close the garage door. So, which is a great point right. because uh, 
another good point is why you should always have a, a key to get into your house and not rely on going through the garage. Because uh, if you pull up and there's no electricity and you push the button and you the garage door is not going to open. So you have to go inside the house to open the garage door if you want to go through the garage, right? Um, if you don't have a, a key with you to get in through the normal walkthrough door. So I know a lot of people that just rely on their garage door opener and then the door into the house is unlocked. So they just come in and out that way. Um, you're locked out of your house. Yep. And <laughs> if it's... Um like a emergency situation, you know, possible fire mm-hmm. evacuation, things like that. Good point. So uh, I get that. That's a great uh, thing to tell folks about. You know, if you don't know where this release is on your garage door, you should probably go out and look now. Because uh, or when the show's over, don't go now. Wait, wait about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah that's, a good, that's a good point. Yeah, just at least know where it's at. Yeah, know where it's at in case you need it. Because, like you said, you know, in the event of a a fire or anything like that, something going on, you got needed some. You 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 want to be able to open that garage door if you need to, um, for sure. So, and that that is a great point. And and like you know, we were talking about. I was with the last caller. We've become really reliant on just thinking electricity is always there and it's going to work, right? So like, right. like with the gas stations, you know, gas pipe, everything almost relies. Um, you you really ro- realize how much you use electricity when we have something like a blackout like that. So one a very interesting yeah. thing. But that, you sh- that's just a, a good safety heads up I, I'd like to uh, tell you, the listeners, about. Yep. No, that's a great point. really is. So. Um, and you know, especially if we have no electricity or cars in the garage and you need to get out from the house or get away or whatever, you know, having fuel whatever, in your car. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to have to drive through your garage door. That wouldn't be any fun. So no. And, and they're really not very heavy cause they're mostly aluminum or stuff. So they're not like the old wooden garage doors with the, you know, the helper springs and correct. At least yeah, no, they're they're almost a a a twelve year old child could open most of them these days. You know, mechanically, they're right. they're really not that heavy. You are totally correct. Yeah, not like the old days where when it breaks a spring, boy, you're really those out of luck. Those wood doors were something else. It'd take about three men and a boy to get them up. That's for sure. Back in the old days, when something was broken or or you couldn't get them open, so. Uh, good point. Oh, you do you remember those days? Huh? Oh, I do remember those days. Yes, sir. Yeah. No question about I've it. Had them no question. Okay. Well, hey, Kevin. Okay. Thanks. Well, thanks for the public service announcement. That's what we're going to call it. Which it is. It, it's a good point. Everybody should really know how to release their garage door. So I appreciate the call and I appreciate you listening. Okay. Thank you very much. Take care. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, Kevin makes a really good point. That's uh, you should know how to release your garage door. You especially if your car's inside the garage and the power's out, and you need to go somewhere. Medical emergency, you need to go to the hospital. Whatever it is, you should know how to uh, release that. And it's a cord usually hanging right by the garage door opener up on the uh, ceiling or roof of your garage there, and it hangs down so that uh, an adult could reach it and pull it. And you just pull it; it releases the mechanical drive, and then you can push the garage door up uh, physically, um, mechanic. I mean, you know. Takes takes a little bit of lifting, but uh, not that heavy like uh, he stated. And you could drive your car out, and you can close it back down again if you like. So uh, um, good information to know and a good point to make. Uh, the second point to that is you should carry a key to your house, a mechanical that you can get into the house. Um, if you're one of these people that just uses a garage door opener, you could be locked out of your house if we lose electricity. So um, you don't want that either. It's nice to be able to go home when you want to. So anyway, good stuff. All right, uh, so one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're winding it down here, uh, folks. I really appreciate everybody that uh, joined in today and the phone calls and all that great stuff. Um, and uh, you, you all helped me uh, make the show great. So, and I love hearing from folks and things that you have to say. And I appreciate all the fact that you all listen. Um, we are talking about. I have been talking about uh, some warning lights, and we were talking about oil pressure and, and temperature and how important these are uh, because. Uh, Low coolant, uh, engine damage, except yeah, there's so many things, and and uh, that can cause a vehicle to overheat. Um, and usually, uh, uh, if you continue to operate that ve- the vehicle that way, that it becomes catastrophic. Uh, so, please remember with cooling systems, if something's uh, you know, um, uh, 
yeah, do not continue driving. If you're, but with cooling systems, don't take a radiator cap ever off when a vehicle's hot. Terrible idea. You can get you can get scalded uh, extremely, uh, or, or you know, I mean, where it melts your skin off you. We don't want that. So uh, always thirty minutes at least of not running the vehicle for it to cool down. Uh, before that, the, because the uh, cooling system is pressurized if there's coolant still in it. And when you pull that radiator cap off, it'll come out like a geyser all over you. And if there's actually coolant in the system, um, it has additives slippery in that, and it like sticks to you. It's it's worse than just scolded water. So um, make sure that you don't uh, do that. Um, well, we didn't get through everything. There's a couple other things, you know, charging system light, brake warning. Brake warning light's important. Can't stop. That's a terrible thing. We don't want that. Um so in other items, but uh, just be uh, warning lights there for a reason. If you're having one, uh, it's a good idea to, uh, if it's an oil pressure temperature, shut the vehicle down as soon as possible. Get it in, get it looked at. In other ones, uh, um, make sure and make sure and get the vehicle in, get it looked at properly by a qualified technician. That way, it's fixed up and we don't cause more damage. Anyway, uh, San Diego and everybody else out there, hey, keep the rubber side down and shiny side up. Um, I appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. We will be back live next Saturday again. So make sure and set uh, set your uh, dial to 1170 a.m. for uh, um, 7 to 8 a.m. Actually, you might start at 6 so you can listen to the Garden Talk guys. They they're, they're always have great information. But uh, I do appreciate you joining me. So be safe um, and uh, tune in. If you uh, need anything automotive-related, go to westautomotivegroup.com. We'll get you all helped out. Everybody be good, and we will be back next Saturday. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. Catch you next week. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com, and click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. 